This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Always. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you DC nerds out there, specifically Batman. I'm Joanna Thumb Drive Krupnik. And I'm Brian Contacts Camera Plopsky. And we could not be happier that you used your cipher and detective skills your way here to join us today. Today, we are getting out those raincoats because it's a wet one. And don't forget to inject those good old last minute vials of adrenaline because we are giving our instant reactions to Matt Reeves's The Batman in theaters now. But as we start every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We have seen The Batman. We are going to talk about The Batman. We are going to talk about everything in The Batman and potentially some other Batman things. So if you haven't seen other Batman, like, you know, just be be warned. This is your spoiler alert alert. We could try to keep this relatively spoiler free. I don't know if it's possible, but we could. Uh, and then it's too hard for you? Uh, we could try to keep the beginning of this. But before we do that, uh, we should probably check uh, our passports with customs. Yes, you're right. Excuse me. Uh, okay, here we go. Yep. So we are heading into the Batman sector, DC, but mostly Batman sector of the uh, Nerdverse. Um, so Joanna, let me see your passport. We're going to use your, um, we're going to use your DCEU passport more for the mm-hmm. movies. The So how many, you have, uh, four Batarangs four. I see here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have seven Batarangs. Um, I'm wondering if that goes down to six because I haven't seen this multiple times. Even, I don't know. This is more just the movies in general. So but I'm yeah. at a seven right now. Um, all right. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Let's try this. <coughs> let's 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 see if we can do it. Well, let's let's keep the first half of our conversation spoiler free, and then we'll All right. warn, and then we'll give a warning. The, yeah, we'll yeah, warn you because guys. I, there are things that I would like to talk about um, that are spoiler filled. Okay, the yeah first half maybe we'll be safe. I think it is a it is a it is a mystery, so I just don't want to ruin it. Like yeah, totally. even if you're not into Batman, like you might not want a mystery ruined. So totally in that regard, but I think you're right. I think if we want to talk about certain things, we save it for the end. Okay. Yeah. All right, Brian. What'd you think? Uh, 10 out of 10, no notes. That's it. End of the podcast. Uh, I, <laughs> what'd you think? I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I, I would probably give it a 9 out of 10 or an 8.5 mm-hmm. out of 10. Well, 12, remember, 12 out of 10 for me is, so right, 11 right. and 12. It was not an 11 or 12, but it was a 10 out of 10. Okay, that's fair. It was a fantastic blockbuster movie. This was great. I mean, I, I, I loved every second of it, even the seconds where the fire alarm went off and, I, and we all had to evacuate the theater. And then, So, right. So, that happened? Yeah. So we went to the AMC, the Dolby Theater, and the sound was spectacular. You could feel you can feel all the action scenes in your... Oh, my uh, God. And his score speak, just, like, vibrating. His, uh, his Empire Strikes Back light score. <sighs> Put a pin in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it was still great, though. Um, but yeah, so the alarms went off and all the lights came up, uh, and we, it felt like we were in the movie theater for a long time and we looked at our watches, we were there for like an hour, 45 minutes. I was like, wow, we're not even like, we're like a third of the way to the movie. Oh, so you're, it was really interrupted for you. It was interrupted. Um, uh, I'll, I'll later I'll talk when it was interrupted. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, we all had, we had to go through the back hallways of the AMC. It felt like we were going deep into the bat cave. It was a immersive experience. And um, (laughs) site specific Batman, we got outside and they basically said false alarm, come back in. And we went back into our seats. It was probably like 10, 15 minute break, which was nice because we could go to the bathroom. That's true. A little emission. And then we got back in. I also sat actually exactly the halfway point almost. Uh, so great intermission. No, 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 no. It was 45 oh. minutes and not an hour and 45 minutes. <gasps> oh, I thought it was an hour. You said hour yeah. and 45. Okay. Um, and uh, somehow, I don't know how this always happens to me, but it feels like a person who was either high or had never seen a movie before was sitting next to me. And just oh, no. just like, and then he left 20 minutes before the movie ended. He, he must have been high and couldn't like 
take the like slow burn and stuff like that. I don't know. Jeez. Anyway, but I still had an amazing time despite all of that or in spite of all wow. of that. Um, but so that's my, that's my immersive uh, that was your Batman experience. experience. Um, but yeah, I, I really loved this movie. Two things really stood out to me in this movie. Um, the first thing that really stood out to me in this movie is how much it felt like I was reading a Batman, watching a Batman comic book. Um, with the voiceover, with um, the cinematography and some of the shots, um, some of the dialogue felt like I could be reading it right off of a bubble. On panels, yeah. I know. I uh, felt the ex- I have the exact same thing in my notes. Um, so that was number one, and we can we can break that down a little bit further. And number two for me was just the how genreified this movie was in terms of like it felt like a real noir detective story. It it it, it, it leaned into the pulp of comic books. Um, it was grounded, but also like it was it was it was like. Um, I guess pulpy is still the word. It was grounded, but pulpy in the same way. I I really had a blast. I, I, I think that it's slow in the middle in some parts. I think that there's a t- there's this one section where there's so much exposition that it kind of numbs you. Um, and we could talk about that in the um, spoiler section. Um, but I, uh, man, I love this, and this has probably top three, one of the top three. Batman action sequences in all of the Batman movies. That being the hallway or that being the chase or that being the what? The car chase. It's yeah. Uh, Which, okay. Yes. Agreed. I loved it. My, so, um, just on that note, I, I am a little annoyed at how much was in the trailer. Sure. Um, sure. especially some of the, like the, I, I almost would have rathered, like, as every, you know, this is a spoiler if you haven't seen the trailer, but I'm sure everyone has. The, you know, the Riddler's co- a coffee cup with the question mark, like, getting that at the end was, like, mm. very, I was, like, I should wish it should have just been in the trailer. Um, sure. As things are one to do now is just leave things in the trailer. Um, and there were so a there lot was a, of stuff from the end of this movie I in the trailer. Know. Like, I was shocked. I was, Right. I was pleased at how much I was like, great, this is out of the way. Great. This is out of the way. But there were, yeah, there was just a lot. So I'm a little bit like, um, I know that like trailers have just changed, especially with movies like this. Yeah, But sure. like that was a little bit um, kind of like, I wonder why they did that uh, to me. But mm-hmm. agreed on an awesome car chase. But it is in the trailer, parts of it. You don't really know the context or anything, but it is no, awesome. The coolest part of it. Um, is in the trailer. The visceral, exciting parts of it that lead up to the cool part um, are not in the trailer, and I was sure. enthralled and engaged by that. So because oh, yeah. because the first three fourths of that car chase sequence was new and just like took the, my breath away, especially the sound in the movie theater I was in, like I felt the car chase. Like it, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Bullet. Um, no. Steve McQueen um it felt like that a little bit which is like which was like a revelation in car chases and movies I, I just like really I really dug that whole sequence but um those are my things Joanna what are your things um no I, I agree with you when you're talking about the exposition I think you know I kind of forgot that Totoro was in this movie and also Sarsgaard but I honestly um, had I was I probably knew at one point. I was told at some point, right. But like when I I saw them, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. And I think that they had a lot of exposition on their shoulders, which they didn't give them as much time to play. Um, So that was rough. But I think um, moving on to Zoe Kravitz, I absolutely loved her. Um, I thought she she and Rob Pattinson had such great chemistry. and I just wanted them together, like fighting a lot. Um, so that was amazing. I think she also had a tough job of some kind of groany lines or exposition type things, but she handled them so well. And again, it was sort of comic booky, so I didn't yeah. mind. Um, she was like, I liked her. She, you know, we have Rob Pattinson as obviously this like brooding grunge Kurt Cobain emo, and then we have her who's very vibrant and very you know, um, uh, she just, you know, re- reactive and live. And I think that that was really smart. It wasn't just like, she didn't have to be like 
totally like withholding or, you know, mysterious and enigma because we already had some of that right. with Rob Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, loved that. I loved like the very, I won't get spoilery, but like I loved the updated Riddler and I know that you are very partial to, um, Carrie. I'm, I'm partial <laughs> to Jim Carrey in that mm-hmm. movie and that style mm-hmm. and that tone in this movie. I think that I, I'll be honest. I, there were, there were chunks in this movie where I totally forgot I was watching a Batman movie and I thought I was just watching a detective noir movie. Obviously yeah. he's, he's in like every scene. So it's like, I didn't, I didn't ever forget if that makes sense, but like Which I loved. Yeah. Those, but, but How the, the teamwork and the, the, the true world's greatest detective aspect of this with Gordon really, really, I, I just like, I loved it so much. I loved watching these two guys trying to solve everything. I loved watching them get it right or make mistakes, you know, and then pay the consequences for those. Like I, I dug this movie on so many levels. Um, I thought that speaking of the Riddler, I thought that, um, um, I thought that Paul Dano's, uh, performance was spectacular. Um, I thought that, uh, he's someone that I wish I kind of wish I didn't know it was him until the very end. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. Like I would have loved that. You know, the reveal. I, I agree. And, and have you ever seen seven? No, but I know that people are likening this a little to seven, a little to Zodiac. Oh, yeah. that's like, All right, so I, I don't want to spoil that for you. Um, no, but don't spoil seven. seven does have a bad guy reveal whose name is not in the credits. He's not in any of the trailers. So when that movie came out, um, it was a very surprising thing, but well, that's, there's a lot to do with that. So I, I, without spoiling anything, um, but but I think Paul Dana was excellent. I thought that I thought all of the acting in this was excellent. And I think it ranged from, Especially your boy. Well, I'll get there. <laughs> you okay? I thought reserve it, reserve an hour for yeah, yeah, just Brian yeah. going on about. I think the movie was better than any performance. I think you can argue that the, in Batman movies, certain performances are better than the movies, and it makes the movie better. Whereas in this movie, I thought the movie was better than any individual performance. Um, which which. All the performances were great and made the movie, but to me, it all serviced the movie. It wasn't just like, see this movie for Jim Carrey or see this movie for Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like it was, you know what I mean? It felt like a, a, a cohesive, tonally cohesive piece. Um, and and that goes to Andy Serkis's Alfred. That goes to, um, you know, all the, the – um, the mob bosses, all, all of the, like, uh, the political figures, everyone did an excellent job, but I wouldn't say that anybody was like, truly like, wow, that's, that's an Alfred or, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, sure. but all hail Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell <laughs> was, Is, as they say, unrecognizable. Yeah. I mean, you can see, like, to be fair, you can see his eyes. So, like, obviously, no, it's my he boy. just looks like, he looks like, um, uh, what's his name? Joe Pesci half the time to me. <laughs> his makeup was spectacular. He was great. I was, I was skeptical. Of, I love him. I was skeptical about the fact that they're making and they've, they've announced an HBO Max series starring right. the Penguin. That was one of that was one of something in my notes. Yeah, that it, sometimes it felt like there was just a little bit of deliverance for what we're going to get there. To yeah, set. sure, yeah, but um, that's okay. That's okay. I thought that this movie uh, was great. I, there were a lot of side characters and a lot of people in this. Part half of me was like, maybe I wanted to spend more time with certain characters. But the other half of me is, is if this is a mystery and this is a detective movie, essentially, you need all these characters for red herrings. You need all these characters to expand the world because what this movie did really well for me is it really created the sense of what this Gotham is. And a lot of this movie, I'll, I'll be totally honest also, I've seen all of this stuff before. None of this yeah. was like new Batman stuff. And and we'll we'll talk spoilery stuff later. Um but it felt new. Like I like it, it felt new at the same time as feeling familiar and I think yeah. that's a place where it's both succeeded and like that's where my like maybe 8 or 9 rating would come from. 
Um, if that makes, does that make sense? Totally. I, I had very low expectations too of this movie. I've been a little Batman fatigued lately mm-hmm. with some of the Snyder stuff, even though, you know, I love Ben Affleck. Um, so Wild. I think that I'll I, never, I had, I'll never <laughs> understand that. Never I know you explained it well. Listen to our Batman. I explained rankings. it well, and this is not exactly thank you. And also, this is another reason why I like Rob Pattinson in this role because he is also like Twilight. You know, he is this celebrity that has gone hot and cold for a lot of people, and he's you know he's mysterious and his stuff with with Kristen Stewart. And I I think he's appropriate for this role as well because of the meta. Okay, I, I, the long run time seemed a little daunting, but I. I really enjoyed this. I thought, you know, Rob Penson's been doing a lot of, of course he did, you know, his big stuff in Twilight, but he's been doing a lot of really smart little small indie um, great pieces lately, which I think has, you know, launched him to a place where I trust what he takes on. So yeah. him in this role, I was excited for. Um, I just like that the balance of the Bruce and Batman is not really this story. It's way more Batman than Bruce, which I actually liked. Me too. Um, like, and we get the insomniac. Sorry, I was going to say that. And speaking of Batman, that suit was spectacular. Was really great. Yes, at times I swear to God, if you look too quickly, you almost think it is the Ben Affleck one. I mean, that one was. A- He's gargantuan, but there is a similar element (laughs) where he's, but he has vulnerability. And I love that because with Ben Affleck, you just, you just theme him as like a tank and, and with, and you don't see him groaning constantly. Like I loved the, the vulnerability that Rob Pattinson has in this Batman. You know, he's like the insomniac. He doesn't care that his company's, you know, going to seed. And I, I, I like that the vigilante by night, billionaire playboy by day is very muted it's yeah. it's really more batman well i think and i think he's my favorite i'm gonna say it i okay. think bale bale nails bruce um it's very glossy and it's just you know it's earlier in time and and because of those movies this movie is what it is too yeah i mean i can't go unsaid but I, I think he's my favorite batman sure i know I, I that's a totally respectable answer i i appreciate that more than batfleck um, I, I'm, I, I have a hard time comparing this movie to the other movies, um, just because of the direction it takes, um, and what it's trying to do. Like, um, I really love this. I need to absorb this and sit on this and maybe watch it, see it again. I, 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 I want, I would want to see this again. Um, I'm going to see it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you going back to what you said. Uh, the runtime was daunting at first. I had the benefit of being able to stretch my legs an hour into the movie, um, like because of the fire alarm. Sure. Um, but I didn't need to do that, but there were no. times where I was like, how much, I mean, I, for me, I love this shit. So I was just like, Oh, it's not over yet. Oh, but I'm sure Justin, I like, he was getting a little restless at times, sure. but like he was also I mean, like, you know, Jamie and I didn't get restless. However, um, it did have a return of the King feel at the end. Yeah. Uh, where you think it's going to be the final shot of the movie. And then like, there's another scene and then you think it's going to be the final Which shot makes of the that movie. seem endless. Right. Yeah, You're totally. like, and then the, is this? the yeah. exposition portion of the movie, the exposition was excellent and the scenes right. were wonderful. Um, I think order really got to me, um, but we can talk about that. Um, I, I think, oh, go well, I just wanted to speak to your point about his Batman. Um, I really liked his relationship with Alfred um, where he – and I really – okay. No, that's more spoilery. I'll save that. Um, I re, I just really dug how little we spent with Bruce Wayne. And when we mm-hmm. did um, – you know what this movie did very well? And this is going to be like oh, – maybe only you and I will understand this. But th- this movie had Uta Hagen plastered all over it. So for those of you who don't know, Uta Hagen was an acting teacher. And Uta Hagen had three questions that you were supposed to ask yourself as an actor. What does the script say about me? What do other characters say about my character? And what does my character say about my character? So essentially, what does the writer say in the stage direction about my character? Um, What do other characters actually physically say about my character? And then what does my character think or say about himself? And I feel like this movie had a ton of that because you only see what people think about Bruce Wayne when he is Bruce Wayne or when like people are just like talking about Thomas Wayne and then the voiceover and the journaling and all of that allow for you to see what Bruce thinks about himself. And then 
through all of the actions and behaviors and the differences between Bruce and between, and there's, there's a really good parallel sequence in this movie um, that shows that difference. And I just thought that like that, I really, for some reason that really stuck out to me, how, how the Batman is framed depending on which prism you're looking through. Wow. Uduhagen, that is a, that is a deep cut. And I, I really appreciate that. I forgot about that. And it is very early in the morning. That's amazing. Um, on that note of what characters sort of say about you, and that's sometimes what people do when they're starting a role is they'll, they'll comb the script yeah. and look for those clues. Um, seeing him so much with cops as Batman mm. was really fun for me and very comic comics sort of ish, yeah, yeah. but also really highlights that he's kind of a weirdo. And like, yes. that is something that people thought of him because they, totally. you know, they constantly are like, you're going to let this guy, like, this is, we're doing this right now. Yeah. Um, and I love that because, you know, he's out, he's out in the world. People that, so, so, and on that note, this feel felt in a good way. Like it was the second movie in a series. I like that we already yeah. have an established relationship with Gordon. I love that we already had that established relationship. Mm-hmm. We did not have to see. Well, some of the tropes yeah, that yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. all the time, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that. <coughs> so, I, yeah, I loved how much we saw of him, and I love how much we see of his face. Not a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Like you as have Batman, a lot of his jaw. Yeah, Batman, yeah. I sorry. mean, but that jaw, what you, a hunky jaw. Oh God, he's so so cute. Um, he is just a dreamboat. His eyes, yeah, he is everything to me. Um, and I, but. Oh, I, I, speaking of Pattinson, specifically about Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz, mm. um, I, I happen to I, – I, I think we've talked about it on this podcast. I love them. I think they're spectacular actors and, 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 and she has – I just really enjoy watching her, especially in the canceled High Fidelity on Hulu. I heard she was the best part of that. She was incredible in that. Um, and then him – I mean I'm so happy he did Twilight so that he can get famous so that I could see him in other movies. Like in all seriousness. <laughs> like – yeah, he's he's someone I love to watch on screen, whether he's playing something more muted like this or Edward Cullen or whether he's playing something a little bit more outlandish. Um, I really enjoy his performances. Um, I think it was Matt Reeves uh, said that his role in was it Good Times? Uh, yeah, it could be. Or it. that was what he was like. I see Batman here and that's what drew him to, to seeking him out to, to, to do this. Yeah. And something that we obviously didn't talk about yet, which is good time. insane is um, Matt Reeves did such a good job on this movie. His direction, he just understood. It's not that he understood the Batman or the character of the Batman. He understood this version, this noir, this detective version. I, I happen to really, really, really like Matt Reeves as a director um, not, I'm not saying that people don't like Matt Reeves as a director, um, but I, I just happen to really like a lot of his work. Um, yeah, Pattinson loved him. He loved the, yeah. his work on Planet of the Apes. He he really wanted to work with him. The Planet of the Apes movies are awesome. I happen to really like Cloverfield. Um, I, there were times where I felt like the shots were similar in Cloverfield, where like the camera was in weird places and sure. didn't really care. Um, um, can we talk about the fact that I? Oh, sorry, I. I'm all over the place. Go on. No, that's okay. I just wanted to say one more thing about him. Um, I think that I really, so, and yeah, I, I just really like, um, that's it. I'll, that's all I'll say. I, I just thought his direction was great. I, th- I thought he understood not what he, I, he understood exactly what he wanted to do and convey with this world. Um, so I appreciated his eye for this. I appreciate his cinematographer who made, um, all these night sequences pop off the screen, which I think is a yeah, really hard thing to do. Yeah, this movie was dark. Yeah. This movie is is moldy and dark because of all the rain and it's all moldy, the non-sunlight. It's, it's Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Can we talk about how much oh, – well, not we. I don't know if you do because we've not talked about this at all. I loved their Gotham. Yes, their Gotham was great. It was like an amalgamation of all these cities. You could literally see like, different buildings from different cities. Like dressed yes. – like, like, and they're not trying to fake it. No, they're, just, they're not trying to pretend to be anything other than than what what the, like that. There was like Trafalgar Square in Times Square type. Yes, totally like, thing. There was Europe things that reminded me so much of Europe. There was Canada. There was just major U.S. Yeah. cities. I I really dug this because Nolan felt like too real, and this feels 
Um, well, it had that that pulpiness to it, that hint of comic yeah. book and reality I, that 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 really struck a chord with me. All right, yeah, we are about twenty five minutes into our conversation. All right, I think all right, I all think right. now is the time to flip to spoilers. Um, so obviously, for those of you who have not seen the movie, we loved it. We highly suggest going for you going to see it in movie theaters. Um, it was really, really, really good. Um, and so now I'm going to play a little uh, portion of the trailer from the movie, and then we're going to flip into um, spoilers. Spoilers. So thank you for listening. Skip to the end to uh, if you have never listened to us before. Skip to the end of where to follow us um, at the Nerdverse Pod. Um, on all social media, but uh, uh, we'll be right back with our spoiler review. Fear is a tool. But when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call. It's a warning. Okay. Let's this is why... <laughs> that was a good idea. No, Joanna, that was a really good idea. Let's talk spoilers. Um Yeah. For those of you who have already been listening, um, the exposition sections I'm talking about are when Bruce goes to visit um, Falcone and he tells him all about what he and his dad's relationship was. And then immediately after that scene, he's talking to Alfred in the hospital and you get more explanation of it. I feel like Bruce wasn't able to live with the information he learned with from Falcone long enough. So you had these two yeah. long exposition scenes butted up against each other. That was the one thing that I didn't love about this movie from just a pacing standpoint and a, and a character standpoint. And then the other thing is at the end, like all of a sudden he's on the top of Gotham square garden. And then, you know, talking about city things, um, Gotham yeah. square garden. And then he's talking to Selena Kyle and then He's, you know, and then you have the, the one scene, the one scene I actually didn't like in the movie. Um, and we'll talk Which about Which is what? That. Oh, the, um, the, uh, Arkham Asylum, uh, uh, next oh, the door neighbor. Cute? I hated it. I didn't hate the it. The meat cute? The, I loved it in the movie. Well, can we say, what do, who do we, I, I was getting Two-Face. Um. No, that's Joker. I don't know. I think they want you to think it's Joker, I, but I think it's I, Two Face. It's what's his name playing Joker? Um, I know it's Barry Keone, yeah. and I and I and really? I. That's why I think if this is going to be going. You know, we're going to get more because yeah, he's a definitely. very big deal. But I, I, yeah, I mean, I at first when I saw this weird like tooth side mm-hmm. smile, I was like, oh, that's Two Face Joker. It's I'm I'm and, I'm. I think it was. I think he. I think it's. I mean, also, I know their giggling was incessant. And like, but whatever, I think it's also but. announced that he's playing Joker. Oh, or okay, rumor. Fine, 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 fine. But uh, for me, Joanna in the theater thought, well, maybe it's Two Face because I put the two of them together. Riddler and Two Face because of past movies. Forever, right? Yeah, yeah. Forever. So, um, um, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that scene. I, I thought it was too much. I think it took me out. I thought it was fans more fan servicey than the. I, I just didn't need All that right. scene to feel um, whole. I just didn't need it. I, 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 but that's just me. I didn't me. mind it. I didn't mind it. I liked. I liked that he uh, just also helped unravel um, Riddler a little bit more, which will and then sort of reignite him mm-hmm. in the same moment. And I think that that could lead to something fun. But I sure I can see your point. I I truly didn't mind yeah. it at all. Um, I didn't hate it. I'm being overdramatic. It just it just really felt no, no. off. We should disagree. It's no, great. No. I didn't <laughs> like it. That's for sure. But I'm not like okay. angry about it. it. Didn't like ruin the whole movie for me. Um, Let me tell you, when the movie started though, this is why I hate Halloween. I I mean I love Halloween season, but Halloween itself is terrifying. And the beginning of this movie with all those freaking drop masks was mm. so disgusting and scary. Sure. So I have a couple things to say about the beginning of this movie. One. Just opening silent with the DC logo and the Batman and then jumping right into it. Just it with was, Ave Maria playing. So also when he when 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 so Ave Maria is obviously a theme in this. When he pulls up the carpet at the end, Ave Maria is playing in minor key in the background, and I'm my all my <laughs> goosebumps got bumpy. Um but I uh so at the beginning <laughs> of this movie, this movie definitely has an homage to two famous Batman comics. The first one is the long Halloween. The plot is not the same at all as those two. Um, it's there's some similarities, um, and then Hush, which um, is an ex. Those are two comic books, John. If you wanted to really get into like some more pulpy Batman stuff, I would definitely suggest the Long Halloween and Hush. 
I heard that at the fan premiere, they were giving out copies of The Long Halloween. Yeah, The Long Halloween is one of my favorite Batman, the comic book. I think there's also something pulled from like year one or year two yes, or something. Batman as well. year one. There's there's a lot of stuff, but this is its own story as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love the opening sequence of this movie. My actual. I, this movie, what this movie does really well, that opening sequence, or let me that first night where they're showing all of the crime, the long in Halloween, Gotham. yeah, all the yes, all the crime in Gotham, and they keep the camera keeps focusing on dark alleys, on yeah. shadows in the train. I liked that. Oh, I love that because because oh, it, yeah. because Batman. Because you as an audience member are squinting to see if Batman is, is there. there? And we haven't seen him yet. We haven't seen him yet, but he's not there. But we're in the position of the criminals being th- that fear. We were feeling that fear and that tension that they feel when they see the bat signal. They're like, not tonight. Superstitious. Not tonight. I, I absolutely, with the voiceover, I just thought that whole sequence, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like like my hair is sitting at it. Like, <laughs> that whole sequence just really did it for me and got me into this movie, yeah, like what this that. movie was trying to do. Those masks were gross and scary. I didn't like you. I didn't like them. Um, and the Joker homage, mute, like makeup on yeah. the, the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I like that. We didn't have to get like, it's the bat, <laughs> you know, or any of that. Yes. Like campy stuff. I mean, you still get the thing like, Oh, you freak. What are you doing? Run around in your costume. Like, yes. You still get that. Totally. But um, I like that. I don't mind that. Yeah. I like there was sort of a sins of I the the a nitpick I have is that I sort of um well I guess we can talk about that when we talk about sort of the meat of the sort of center, but um I I like I loved the score. I thought at when I've heard the when I heard it in the trailer, like the main theme, the Vader March, if you will. Mm-hmm. Those menacing notes that bum, you know bum, bum, John Williams bum. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, yeah, bum, it doesn't, bum. you know, John Williams doesn't own that. Um, those notes work really yeah, John, well together. You don't own those. You don't own that. You don't um, own those. We can play it in a different order with different rhythm if we want to. Michael Giacchino again. But like, d- was that bothersome at all? Um, and then the other thing I have to say is that he did also pull directly, I feel like I have to rewatch it from the, it, but I felt the Danny Elfman score with Selena Kyle, those like, sharp um strings um maybe on a violin mm. or a viol probably a violin that like mm. like that really like that uh, meow that meowy yeah um which i liked but sure. i but uh i just thought the score was so big mm-hmm. and awesome but i was kind of like this is just vader but that's okay i don't care yeah what about you <coughs> i like the score it didn't bother me it obviously reminded me of imperial march but i think that's okay because Part of this movie, um, and I can like, man, I felt those notes in my seat, like so that like yeah. it was really great, and I love that it, sometimes it was only played on piano because so it had that yeah. like noir, like Batman is stripped down feel to it, like it's just him and a piano, like at a cabaret. Um, yeah, but I will say that uh, what I liked about this movie, especially, is uh, the. And 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 it benefited from the long runtime because these things didn't feel forced. Is a lot of the parallels to characters. I really like the concept of sins of your father, and um, obviously her spoilers here. We're in the spoiler section. Like her father yeah. being Falcone, and his father like not being the totally upstanding citizen that he thought he was. Um, and then again, kind of. Yeah. But <laughs> we're, the, we're whipped around a few directions. Totally. Um, but that he wasn't the upstanding citizen that like or, or the, the perfect Boy Scout, as they met, as they say. Um, yeah. I, I think like, we'd call that a twist. That was sort of a twist sure. that he like the sins of the father twist. Right. Sure. So one half of that, I like that we didn't see his backstory, but we got a little bit of a twist on his backstory. So it felt the same and different at the same time. I, yeah. I really liked um that Alfred said, like, it could have been Falcone. It could have just been a random person in the street looking for money. Mm-hmm. Like, we will never know. I appreciated all of that, that they didn't give us an answer like a lot of other things do because that's part of what drives him as well. Um, but the, the point I want to get back to is that <clears throat> this movie has a foil to, like, what Thomas was trying to do during his generation and how his generation of pol- politicians became corrupt and that corrupted Gotham – juxtaposed with what he's trying to do um, and Selena is trying to do 
um, to make the city better in their own way. What I re- also really liked was that the jo- not the Joker, the Riddler and Batman both had journals. They both were like like they both kept like very very long notes. Both both romantics. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, it's you know both quote orphans on the different sides of the orphan um, coin, and I just thought that that comparison like what 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 one one person could go one way and one person could go the other way i feel like yes a lot of batman movies do that exact same theme i thought it really worked here and it wasn't like oh hit you over the head with stuff um and then i also really like the duality of how batman enters that club versus how bruce can enter that club and they each use their with tweedle d and tweedle dumb you know the, tw- <laughs> the twins i liked how they showed what Bruce's skills are and what he has built into being a rich white man prince of Gotham versus what Batman has to can forcefully do to get into these places. I thought all of that within this context of this Gotham was very, very well done and super interesting to watch. Uh, Those, some of those scenes, the clues were really fun. The, them getting certain clues wrong and then the penguin proving them wrong about it. And they realize that you are uh, like you are El Rata. Like is it, Oh, right. you are El go to like, I loved all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, drive. It was clever. It was fun. <clears throat> so here's my question for you. Do you think Riddler put together that Bruce Wayne is Batman? That's, that's one of the weird threads. I wasn't like, yeah, I mean that's what it, they want you to think, right? What are you are you implying that he had help? No, or I don't know. Are you wondering because because the whole thing about the end with the unmasked, I was like, oh shit, he's about to to reveal Bruce, and Bruce is on the wall, and like I was like, oh, is this the end of this he- Batman because he's about to be outed? <laughs> but that never. That wasn't a thing. Right. I, I mean, I think it's on purpose that they leave it open-ended because, like, is he just talking about, you know, I'm like going to reveal unmasked. what your dad right. did, like, with the truth. Am I going to – I know you're Batman. Like, um, because then in the jail cell, it's it's obviously set up for him to think that he's talking about him when he says Bruce Wayne. Um, but then he turns, like, that whole conversation into the fact that they're going to get Bruce Wayne together. Um, you know, I, I and, and he has the conversation about how, like, this isn't – like this is you. You're no longer that other whoever you are underneath the mask. Like this yeah. is you. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's left open ended on purpose. Um, I would argue that it's not that he didn't. He may have maybe figured it out, but like didn't because then. Well, is that why? Is that why he at the end is like this guy? You're crazy. And the guy and Paul's like, no, no, I'm well, not. Ex- yeah. Well, he didn't expect the Batman to not join up with him. Like, like I thought that was an interesting yeah. that the whole part of his, his plan was like perfect, except for the like emotional state of a mental state of the right. person. He's, and he's I like that, you know, this is common, but I like the, 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 they're sort of fr- fr- refracted mirror images of each other. Yes. Or as far as Joker, th- as far as Riddler thinks and similarly with Joker and Batman. But so I, I, lo- I always love that. Also, um, they never talk about – maybe I missed it and I have to see it again. But they don't talk about where the um, money from that project went. Um, you know, the Edward character was a forensic uh, accountant and he, I guess he figured like the money, the, the the reform money, what was it called? The renewal? A renewal. The renewal money I guess never went to the orphanage after Thomas died because it was taken over by like the cops and the politicians of Alchemy. Yeah. I guess we're just supposed to assume that the money was promised. And they, they like selectively gave it out to show that the renewal was happening, but they kept most of it for themselves. They never explained that, but that's my assumption. I liked I liked that the renewal project, like that just became this like the the total just vandalism of what it should have been. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked that. Um the the so maybe it's okay, but I mean the minute that we get the orphan remark, I saw I knew this was now gonna be that Bruce slash Batman was the target. Like I knew this was all going to come back mm-hmm. to that. They were that like the, so that to me, I was like, we, I know now I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. It didn't really matter, but um, I'm sure you, like, that's not just me. Right. We all know the second they say orphanage, they're either talking about Elizabeth Schuyler or Bruce Wayne <laughs> or Annie or Annie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but I like the fear of losing something he cares about moment with, yes, without me too. Alfred, like, 
yes, Rob Pattinson has to go has to go from I'm so mad about this, and then um, Pennyworth's like you're wrong, and he's like okay, fine, I'm wrong, but I really still am. I'm I'm I'm, I'm then I'm mad about this instead, um, but I still. I still didn't I didn't mind that quick turnaround. I think Andy Serkis was a was a little bit underused. Yeah, I would agree. Um but maybe that's like becoming just the Alfred thing, which is like you get to be in this movie and you get to be an iconic character, but you're just gonna be more set dressing than yeah. you are. I wanted to see him like kick ass in this movie because I know that there have been Alfreds that do that in certain comic runs. Um but we didn't get that for this time. But I like that he was helpful. I got I definitely got more of the um um, who's who's the who's the Alfred for for Ben Affleck? Um, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. We get more of a Jeremy Irons type relationship. Uh, you know, younger. Um, uh, war hero. More of a help. Yes, like war hero. More like, helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time in that I th- snickered in the theater was the interiors of. Wayne Manor. So let's talk about that. Wayne Manor wasn't like an actual manor. It was in a sky, a high rise, it seemed like. like yes, outside which I like. Yeah, me too. And then like. It makes sense. I wonder if Bruce will turn that orphanage into like Wayne Manor or something like that. Yeah, I almost got the impression that like that was at one point the manor that they made into an orphanage or something. And then, yeah. Um, what do you think so of. So that was. Sorry, go for it. No, no, you go. I, I had no What do you think of Jeffrey Wright as commissioner, as Gordon? Well, I always like him. Um, he's just in everything now. I, I, I still Gary Oldman's still my guy. I kind of wish it was Gary Oldman with Rob Pattinson because they're my two favorites. But I loved. I mean, I always love Jeffrey Wright. I think he's so so good. I loved that scene in this in the precinct when he's like, "I'm gonna the door's this way." Yeah, yeah. And it goes right out there. And you and he's like, you know, they're like, you know, uh, sort of coming at each other but yet yeah, they're like just talking normally um and i love like you could have pulled your punches and he's like i did yeah i i liked jeffrey <laughs> there was Wright a lot humor i yeah. liked i liked the tiny bits of injected humor in there but it was like it was like pulp humor and i appreciated yeah. that um i also i really like jeffrey wright as gordon um i, I like jeffrey wright in these roles in general whether he's playing like felix lighter or or something like this this side ish character who like is at, because he's a great actor like really pop like this or in Westworld yeah. where he plays the um, the other character um the other creator but or I, the, uh, what's it called the Banks or Binks whatever his character's name is in um in uh, James Bond <laughs> Felix Leiter yeah. Oh, that's later. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but I thought he was great in this. I thought he was a great foil to Rob Pattinson's uh, Batman, where he's like he, you know. Uh, he he just feels different than the other cops i like you mentioned earlier i like the relationship between batman and the cops in terms of like cops are dirty the cops don't like him there's a they they they, there's a lot of questions proposed about policing and the officers and stuff like that i appreciated that um and then appreciate at the end where like you it's just impossible to get us all on the bad like we're mm -hmm. not we can't all be um Bad. You know that I, I, yeah. But I mean, it does that. That brings well, in a whole new thing. But yes, but I, but I, I like this context. No, but yeah. I agree with that too because even when that happened, I was like, not all these officers who are in front of this club arresting Falcone are um are still good cops. Like some of them, I'm sure, are in there. But I think yes, I think the symbolism of that was good, and I think that like. Gordon even believing that, or maybe not totally believing his statement just for show, yeah. was very interesting. Um, uh, I like that Batman did not figure out all the riddles like into the light and then it was too late before he right. figured it out or he needed like but I like how smart he was that he could figure out a lot of them um, and then yeah. Alfred helping with the ciphers and the drive stuff and um, <clears throat> on first viewing none of the it, it really felt cohesive in terms of what Riddler was doing as opposed to um, uh, other movies where it's kind of like I don't know how he got from point A to point B. National Treasure, you know what I mean? Right, right. And I and I liked it wasn't preachy. The sort of parallels of social media, um, almost like QAnon sort of comparisons yeah. to the dangers of all that. It, it did. It felt very gentle um, and very believable. That was the um, that actually was the part of the movie that um, definitely made me feel the most uneasy because. 
Uh, in a good way or a bad no, way? No, in a bad way. Like no, like no, no, like I guess in a good way because that's the way the movie was trying to make me feel. Oh yeah, but, but you I, weren't but like, like beyond the, the movie. No, I mean I was oh, a little yeah, bit. No. It felt like insurrection and stuff like that. Um, but I will say that I feel like in these Batman movies and comic books and and the animated series, like the Joker has all these thugs and the Riddler has all these thugs that are kind of dressed like them, and you're like, okay, what do you do, like? put out like a job description and people like applied. He's like, you're strong. Right. Like I wear this costume. I, I, this was the most believable version of henchmen ever. And then when, and then going back to my original point, when he punches the guy and with, when he injects the adrenaline into himself and he's punching uh-huh. the guy and then the guy uses his own line against him. I like that Rob Pattinson's Batman and the Bruce Wayne Batman's character arc is that, and and the um the new mayor when he's at the funeral brings it up, the mayor elect um, brings it up at the funeral where it's like what is Bruce doing for this city like what do you like what do you what what are the Wayne yeah. doing anymore for this city? I really like the idea that he realized that like he needs to be more than fear. He can't just and be vengeance. fear and vengeance because it's being used against him. The thing that those people are not giving him that he could give is that hope. And yeah, I really liked that lesson that he learned in this, especially early on as like year two of being Batman. I, I thought that it was, was almost great. like an origin, like the way that the Holland finally got into an origin type oh, movie yeah. where you get the, you know, you get what he thinks he's doing and like the early thoughts of this and the fact that it's like all payback and vengeance and whatever. But then he realizes, and he's so compassionate <laughs> toward the end. He's compassionate through the whole thing. I mean, he, I, I, I know like not every male and female in a movie have to like get together. But I really enjoyed the sexual and just caring um, chemistry between Selena and Bruce um, because it just showed another dimension. Because Nolan's Nolan verse is just so is just masculinity and cold and like mm-hmm. I don't feel that like you know. But I loved. I just really I really loved like the facets of of. Um, sort of the feels that I was getting throughout this movie. Yeah. I, and to, to add to that as well, like they're 20 something year olds, maybe 30 something year olds in this movie. I forget. I forget what the anniversary of, it was the anniversary of his father's death, maybe 20 years ago or something. We assume he was like 10. So maybe he's like 30 or something like I, or 13, 30, or I don't know, regardless of how, how old he is. Cause he had to have gone away and like made sure that he could fight. Um, but like, you know, they're, they're, they're he's lonely like and he knows it and 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 pennyworth knows it too (laughs) yeah and 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 he's you know he has all this rage and anger and trauma and like he has a sex sex drive and sexual drive too and like it was nice to like was some of it a little voyeuristic absolutely but like that's a part of the noir of it um and he wasn't and 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 he was getting off a little bit on it too which is like something that we could really dig into if we wanted to um, i love that scene where he has her where they're like being quiet when they first and like their their breath just like slows mm-hmm. together because they're like actually just physical touch is just something mm-hmm. that they probably both really need yeah um that's what i took from that moment anyway no i think that's definitely i i totally took that too it was tense but it was also like very sexy um and then yeah. him him looking in on her um, putting on the Catwoman suit. Um, yeah. Again, you know, Batman is Batman has his creepy times too. Yeah, I mean, he dresses up as a bat. He is a nut a little bit. Listen, we <laughs> all treat Bruce Wayne like, yeah, he's like, he's a nut job. Bruce Wayne yeah. is a nut job who we just he wears a like, costume. Knock on wood is is working for the people, but he's a nut. And he never uh, kills anyone, yeah. right? Um, no, I, I completely agree. I just. Um, I really, yeah, I really dug this. Oh, I really dug it. There's something else I wanted to bring up, and I, I didn't love it in the movie, but I loved it after the movie. In the scene where he's escaping from the precinct and he jumps off of the roof, and then he hits the bridge or the tunnel or whatever Ugh. it is, and he just like he stands up and he limps. It is like flying squirrel thing. You yeah, mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he hits that and he like limps away. There's literally like maybe a 10 second sequence. Where you see him in the ba- like in his like quick change, quick change, and then he's back out with Gordon on the scaffolding. It felt weird in the moment. It was just like, why are you quickly doing that? And like you, you didn't even, like you show the elevator coming down, and like you don't even show Alfred like coming out of the elevator. It was like a super weird sequence, and then we're right back into it. 
Yeah. I in the moment it just felt very weird as a as a audience member. It felt like they left in like 10 seconds of footage by accident. But uh. in hindsight, uh I just like the concept of like he just got brutally like manhandled by his night out and then and then but it doesn't matter. He pushes himself. He's right back. He goes home for a quick Costume change, like you said. Uh, right, quick some change. berries. Yeah, some berries. And then uh, he's back out there with Gordon trying to figure out this mystery. And I, I, right. I, in hindsight, I appreciated that more than I did in the moment. And he's young, too. So he's able to do that where certain, you know, an older an older depiction of Batman would have to, we'd have to, like, grapple with his injuries yeah, a little yeah. bit more. But I still love that we saw him really get hurt. The suit. I loved the suit. Me, too. I loved all the pouches he had with all these random shit he had to use. I, I love the moment at the very, yeah, very combat. I love the moment at the very end where he uses the bat and like, uh, grounds the electrocution. Yeah. Or, and, and uses it to break through the uh, police tape and the Riddler's apartment. Yes. And it looks like it says evil. (laughs) Yeah. Um, there was a lot of light, cool stuff with light. Like there's the beginning scene where he's he's on a motorcycle going through, and you know you're blinded by the headlights half the yeah, time. Uh-huh. He's going through to the to his like bat cave, which is like a storage facility or something. And he oh it was, um, no, it was an old the, tr- old train station, an old oh, yes, underground so it like subway station or yeah, something. Yeah. Yes, and he look it looks like the the his tail light is red, so the water behind him because it's always wet here mm-hmm. um, looks like blood splashing <clears> behind him. There was some really cool stuff with the light. Absolutely. Um, I think that this movie all around is great. Like the performances. I mean, I'll call that again. <clears throat> I love Colin Farrell. I-, I love watching him. Do I think he got a ton of time? No, but that's okay. He's just a fabric of it. And, he's and his you own will TV get show. more time with him. <clears throat> right, yeah. exactly. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he takes over the underworld of Gotham now that Falcone and Maroney are gone. Um, maybe we'll see some of that in the TV show. I'm assuming we're going to get another movie and it's going to be announced sooner than later. Um, I'm, I'm hoping I, you know, I just like, it was gross and icky, but I liked living in this Gotham for three hours with yeah, this agreed. Batman, man. And he, he just looks so cool in every scene where he was just like, he was being a detective with, and I love the fact that like, he he's also smart. seems more badass. Yes. He's super smart. He seems more badass when he's just looking at stuff and putting things together. And like that first reveal i was like but if just how is he going to remember this cipher but like that first reveal of like the contact lens was super cool so cool yeah. so handy yeah. and the microfiche that he like watches it on yeah very um, black mirror yeah i'm really curious how many brides are going to want the uh, the batman font um going forward oh, for their invitations yeah yeah <laughs> i i of course i'm always drawn to fonts and that was a very very interesting one sure um but yeah so love it. I had yeah, ten out of ten, and yeah. you too. You're nine out of ten. I'm still a nine out of ten. Um, That's fair. Um, but uh, yeah, this was go awesome. see this movie. Yeah, go see it. It's seen in theater. It's seen in a Dolby theater and IMAX. It's definitely worth the listen. I know. I'm go see it again. I know AMC is charging more for this movie just to try something out. Um, oh, I'm not are. saying that it's worth like paying those extra couple dollars, but it is worth it to see it in a theater in Dolby or in uh, like one of those like enhanced movie theaters, like an IMAX. Uh, RPX if you're a regal. An RPX yep. if you're mm-hmm. a regal gal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a regal gal. Yeah, you are regal. Um, yeah, this was great. I feel like, do we, um, there's so much to talk about, but what else, do, do we miss anything? Like huge, I'm thinking. I lo- no, I mean, there's a lot of, um, I, I, you know, there were times where I was, conf- you know, with not ever seeing, was it Maroney was the other character? That yeah, you was, only see him on like you don't TV really see footage. Him. Or, yeah. And I was like, wait, who was that guy again? Um, you know, there was a lot, you know, you have to be like, oh, who's that guy and who's he working for? And there was a part of me that was like, why are we surprised that Falcone, Falcone, Falcone is the villain where he is a mob boss? Like, of course he's a bad guy. But then I realized that like, it's kind of like, you know, departity where like he is the rat and he's the last person on earth that should have been the rat and that, you know, honorability would say he wouldn't be the rat. So there was like that, that was a little confusing at times. I know we're going to see Joey Crack if this is a sequel, which I, I mean, I hope this is a long franchise because I freaking would love to spend more time here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause Mar- in, in, ba- in the dark Knight return in the dark, excuse me, in the dark, uh, dark Knight rises, Maroney is Eric Roberts. And in Batman oh. Begins, Falcone is Tom Wilkinson. Right, um, I remember yeah. that. Um, and yeah. then this one, in this one, we—I don't. If anything, we see Maroney and just like 
photos and like news feeds. We don't see Maloney exactly. at all. Whereas, you know, and then, and then the whole Falcone thing. And I, Sarsgaard was great. Yeah. And I mean, in his little part, he did a lot of exposition, that whole sequence in the, I love, yeah, I love that church. sequence in the church mm-hmm. when Pattinson saves the kid and yeah. uh, those parallels. Um, I the, the ending at the coffee shop, again, I don't know why they, like, draw out. It would have been so cool if you had never seen that clip before or don't show us the clip. I don't know. Right. It's like the end. Yeah, yeah. He's leaving. Oh, but cool, I can do something in my coffee. But it did look like a hopper painting, like that yes. um, corner, you know, uh, diner. I loved that. But Aesthetically, I, the movie was awesome. I do agree with you. If Paul Dano had been a reveal, I think that oh, would have been wouldn't cool. Wouldn't have been cool. Yeah, and then you're thinking, because you as an audience member would be thinking the whole time, like, I know that voice. Who is that person? So, like, yeah. you're invested in the mystery of it, too? Yeah. But I guess it's really hard nowadays to do that. It is, but Marvel's doing it constantly. And that's why I'm like, maybe you're going to have to start doing the Marvel stuff now, Yeah, guys. but Marvel is... T- right, but... I don't know. Like put Julia Louis Dreyfus in a freaking like goggles and a wig and don't ever let it, her touch the light of day while yeah, she's filming. I but know. I wonder if it also had to do with press. Like they wanted Paul Dano to do the press tour and stuff like that. Yeah, and like, maybe. And, and That's ma- true. You do risk mm-hmm. that, especially on a first go round. But then they told us Barry, who Barry Keown, I don't know. So yeah, eh, I'm mixed about that. All I know is we cannot intersect. Oh, there's some lies on IMDb. Like they say Margot Robbie's in this film. Margot Robbie is not in this film. <laughs> um, there's very some very funny things on IMDb. Well, uh, yeah, this movie was awesome. Go see it. Well, nerds, you got a lot of cats. But we hope you'll join us next time as we enter another corner of the Nerdverse. Make sure to join us in the Nerdverse by following on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. Be sure to blast over and subscribe to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Rate and review us there. As a new Nerdverse and a multiverse of other Nerdverses, we really appreciate the love and the feedback. And I realized that we never talked about the amazing Batmobile. <gasps> so good. Probably a favorite Batmobile now. Yeah, the, and we got the blue flame, but it wasn't cheesy. Yeah, it's cool. And that the rev of the engine in that oh, movie yeah. theater with that sound. With the score. Just, oh, God. I mean, it was so good. And that whole, whole sequence. So that sequence was amazing. And then the the um the sequence where he's fighting the guys in the hallway. Um and it like oh, it's God. only lit by Duh. the by the guns. Um, it was like the, a strobe. It was strobe awesome. Light. I but that 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 sequence, that car chase sequence was great because it was visceral. I could still follow along what was going, what was happening. Penguin's laughing and like joy out of it was awesome. And his, and Batman just seriousness about it in that car and like just hitting like other trucks and then flying through that. Also, it's practical effects, some of that. So like mm-hmm. that was really fun, but that was awesome. Him just kicking ass in Madison Square Garden at the end was no, just no, like. No. It's Gotham Sorry, Square Gotham Garden. Gotham Square Garden. Oh. I've been like taking the bullets. Like I just loved it. Oh, yeah, loved that it. whole sequence. We didn't even talk about Riddler's plan in terms of like destroying the city, but I like I like the very scary stuff. Yeah, and I like the archetype the are the archetype of like water is a renewal, like rain is a renewal. Yes. And like cleansing. This is a cleansing of Gotham for the for for one way or the other, even though it was really terrible. Justin made a funny point that it was like, I wonder if there are any carpenters uh, I mean, uh carpenters in the in the audience who are just like Oh, that's my tool at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, guys, chuck it under the carpets. Yeah. What are you doing? Totally. There's a clue here. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so don't forget to leave those five star ratings. And you know, you could have pulled your punches. I did. Yeah, this is this is great. I didn't mind his whispering voice either. No, I, lo- I, didn't I loved either. his Batman voice. It was like totally normal normal fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Did you stay for after? No, the lights came on. I thought there was nothing. Is there something? Yeah, there was one thing. It was very no. small. All it oh, said was, was it? it was like the it was like the green um, computer screen. Um, yes, and and, the, and someone just typed goodbye, and then it flashed that like that website they went to the the rat the rattlelot or whatever it is. Um, oh, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I, I you know maybe there's a I didn't actually go to the website yet, so I don't know. So typically they let us know. Oh, interesting. I wonder if you can go to the website. 
Yeah, um, probably. Yeah, I, I always think that when the lights come on, there's no, there's nothing to see. But serves me right. Mm. Serves me wrong. Let's see. Here, I just went to it right now. Anything? Here it's it like is. Give you a virus? No, maybe it's just uh, it's a game or something. It just says like tap here to type. Do you want to play? Oh, okay, it exists. Yeah, yeah, cool. They did their research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bought the URL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 